and welcome back to this week's episode of Prospectives, where I, Jess Preventure with Pro Homes Group, interview local business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to see what makes them tick and what their perspectives on business are. Today, I'm super excited to be here with my friend, Scott Lognon, who is the owner of Win Home in New Hampshire. Hi, Scott. It's awesome to Hi. have you here. How are you doing? I'm good. Did I say it right? No, but people have been saying it wrong my whole life, so it's totally fine. <laughs> when I when I was in, in uh, all through school, when the teacher's like, is Scott? Mm, I'm like, that's me right, right here. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't you tell us about who you are and what you do in your own words? Excellent. So I'm Scott Loignon. And um, my wife, Stephanie, and I own Win Home Inspection. So we're a residential and like commercial inspection company. Um, and we, you know, really try to focus on helping buyers and sellers understand more about their property. Yeah. yeah, which is so important, especially in this market where the prices have gone so crazy. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. We people, I'm sure we're going to get into the craziness of how the market goes up and down but certainly the last couple of years where people are paying top dollar for a property and um unfortunately the only way they can win the negotiation or the bidding war is to waive an inspection and other things like that and, and you know it just doesn't provide very good um consumer protection so that's you know but that's the market true well tell us how you got into this business yeah so um come from a pretty varied background. Uh, I went to culinary art school uh, back in the early 90s and cooked, love cooking. It was like the only thing I ever really wanted to do um, was cook. Um, I always say it's a language I speak. You know, some people can can play the guitar and, and do all kinds of things. And I can do just something I could do was cook. So um, always wanted to do that. Went to culinary school, cooked for years and years. And of course, if anybody's been in the restaurant business, they understand that it's just a tough, tough, place to be yeah. so uh yeah so then what do you do when you have you know, let's say a limited skill set you know I wasn't a computer programmer I wasn't an attorney you know that, you know some other industries that would have been you know good but I just didn't have the skills to get in so um kind of did a little bit of everything worked for in some retail and um <clears throat> different jobs here and there painting for a company and all kinds of stuff and then um back in 2005 I actually became a police officer with the city of Rochester here in New Hampshire and did that for a long time. And really, I, you know, amazing, really wanted to do that. You know, I think, um, let's say every, every little boy's dream is to be a police officer or a firefighter or a cowboy, you know, so I think cowboy was out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in my early thirties, I became a police officer and did that for a number of years. And my wife and I have always been entrepreneurial minded. Um, we've owned a, several small businesses over the years, whether it was a daycare or a doggy daycare or, um, you know, retail sales on our own, all kinds of different things. And um, so we really wanted to own a business. And me with, let's say, my limited skill set, I'm thinking, well, I'm, we're going to have to do something in restaurant, you know, it's something that I, I think I could excel at for sure, catering or restaurant, small restaurant, something like that. And um, I had a very close friend of mine who started a Win Home Inspection and a franchise. So Win is actually a franchise. So, um, you know, blew my mind. He was a computer programmer, made good money and, and was like, yeah, I'm quitting my job and I'm going to be a home inspector. And I was like, 
I'm so jealous. I wish I had it in me to just go ahead and leave my job and start my own business. And, um, and he's like, yeah, he goes, you know, you should really, you should really think about it. Cause it's a, you know, great company and, and, you know, being your own boss and, and stuff like that. So I researched it for about a year before I, my wife and I finally said, this is what we're going to do. And I walked in one day after 13 years in law enforcement and resigned on the spot and we started our business. And so here, here we are seven years later, um, learning a lot about this crazy world and meeting some wonderful people along the way. So. I love it. I love it. I think it's important what you mentioned about that entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit. I think that is either in you or it's not, right? Like, like it's, Very true. I feel the same. I feel like it's something that's in me. Like I, yeah. I want to be in charge. I want to be in control. I want to see what I'm capable of. Yeah. Um, and my husband is an incredible person. He's the smartest guy I know, but that is not in him. Like, he's like, I don't want that pressure. You know, I want to go in, do my work to the best of my ability, contribute, and then go home. And I don't want to worry about it. I don't want to be thinking about it all day. I'm sure he watches you. It's like Sunday at four o'clock in the afternoon. He's like, what are you doing? Why are you working on Sunday at four? Right. And, and yeah, I, so I totally get it. Yeah. Yep. Something to be said I know, about but that. It's I mean, so it's, it's definitely a grind like, and there's definitely something to be said about going and doing your job and being part of, let's say something bigger. Um, but yeah. A hundred percent. But I also think it's about like, what do you do in, in your spare time? Like yeah. when I have free time or I have a morning that's not booked, my inclination is to work. Right. Like, (laughs) um, you know, where um, I don't think that's true of everybody. So I think when it's something you're really passionate about, you kind of just gravitate it to gravitate to that. Um, What do you think has been the key to your success? Well, um, I, you know, Stephanie and I kind of talk about this often because, um, you know, the home inspection industry has been around much longer than I have. And there's a lot of great home inspectors here. And we do a lot of cross networking with tons and tons of them. Um, Like really like a little story is when I first got started being new as a, as a business owner, um, you know, was not interested in talking with other home inspectors because they are the competition. Right. But it's such a, a bad way to think, you know, as a whole, us, all of us home inspectors can make the home inspection industry better. So I really, um, I love the networking. I go to several um, trainings a year with a lot of the local New Hampshire um, home inspectors, and we've built some great relationships, share information, share techniques and stuff. And again, it's not, it's not that I or they are worried about us taking each other's business. It's, it's bringing education to all of us to increase our industry. Um, So I think, you know, that's kind of been something is, you know, being able to, um, you know, just have that mentality of, you know, not being upset with other people if they're working, you know, like, let's say another home inspector, like see them at a house or like, oh, we could have done that home inspection. How come, you know, they didn't call us. Um, But it's that's just the industry. Right. Um, I think another reason is because my wife and I, you know, we've been married 25 years. We hit 25 years this June. So, um, you know, we are committed to each other. Um, thank you. Thank you. It's It's been a, a crazy ride and, you know, like all marriages, ups and downs. And but here we are, you know, 25 years in uh, work together. 
Um, I we share an office space. We're basically in a room in our house, and we share an office space, and somehow we make it work. So I I we a lot of times we we call ourselves like a power couple. Like we just kind of work very well together. And when people think of Win in the area right now, it's Scott and Stephanie. It's not always. It's not just Win. It's not just Scott. It's not just Stephanie. We both bring a lot to the table. Um, and you know, I I really think that's um. Humbly, I think that's attractive for people to be around. So, you know, they want to kind of be part of this. A hundred percent. And I think you, you said something so important and you didn't use this word, but really it is an attitude of abundance, right? Mm. There is plenty to go around. And if you truly care about the work you do, believe that it positively impacts the consumer, then you want to elevate that everywhere, everywhere, right? And the more... Um, how collaborative you can be with your competition and you don't think of them as competition. Like it's so, to me, that's so important and it's so valuable. And that's definitely how I approach it too. Like um, I'm not for everyone and I want to work with the, with the clients that fit for me. And if they are a good fit, I want to, to your point, humbly refer them to somebody else that I know is going to take just as good care of them, have the same level, but maybe is somehow a better fit for them. And it just helps us all improve. Yeah. You know, that's, um, that's an awesome, like we were kind of complimenting each other and I love that, but you know, that's, that's a, a great place to be is, you know, really we, are in this business. I'm a business owner. You're a business owner. We're in this business to make money. Obviously that's what we do. We run a a for-profit business, you know, but it's, it's a, it's a shared, um, um, sort of end goal is to yes, make money as a, as a person in a company, but make sure that, that this client is being taken care of because we have a passion for that. So, right. So you, I'm sure think it's ridiculous for anybody to buy and sell a house without having a real estate agent in their corner, right? <clears throat> and I do inspections for people where there isn't any agents and they're always asking me questions and I go, I- I'm not I'm not the agent. That's why you have a professional licensed professional like yourself to help guide through the minutia of a contract and all that other stuff. You know, those are things that we don't know anything about. You know, you, you guys are the professionals. Um, so to, to have that mentality of saying at least the consumer is being taken care of and represented by a professional, you know, realtor. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's great. It's so important. Um, what do you think has been the hardest part about being a business owner? So I, I, I you know, the, the funny part is that I think it's changed as, as time goes on. So like, you know, at first it's just understanding the industry. It's understanding what my role is in this industry, understanding, um, you know, marketing and advertising and, and, you know, getting your name out there and then proper pricing and really just kind of putting together what your, what your service and, and what you're providing is. But then as things move forward, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't have a business degree and I, I think most small business owners do not have a business degree. So you're mm-hmm. trying to kind of figure stuff out while you're busy, you know? So while I'm super busy, thank God, um, I'm also trying to figure out payroll and market, uh, uh, you know, um, um, accounting and, and, you know, j- adding new services and technology and training. And I mean, it's, it's a, it's a lot. So it's a, it's a full-time job inspecting. And then it's a full-time job being a business owner. 
And that's, and that's difficult too. And then of course, balancing your personal life. Like we were talking about earlier, like, all right, the phone rang, it's Sunday at four. You know what? I just don't, I just don't want to answer it right now, but like, all right, we'll answer it. Right. And so trying to have that balance too. So. Yeah, I agree. I think that you nailed something on the head. And I think actually in my industry as real estate agents, this happens all the time is, um, a lack of understanding that we are now the CEO of a business. You know, yeah. a lot of agents come in and they think I'm an agent and I'm going to work in my business, right? Yeah. To your point, yep. doing yep. the inspections or <clears throat> buying and selling. But when you're the CEO, no one else is in charge of you. You know, you're the the owner. There has to be time for you to work on your business. So here's when I'm working directly with clients, but here's when I'm having my appointment with my CPA. Yes. Here's when I'm looking at, here's when I'm deciding what to spend on marketing or where, you know, where I'm going to do this or to your point, is it time to switch software companies and what is that going to take training employees, et cetera. And I totally think you're right. Most most entrepreneurs get into a business because they're passionate about working in the business. Yes. They're passionate about, to your point, cooking or baking, and they want to have a restaurant or or real estate agents want to show houses and, you know, inspectors want to do the inspection. Like, but when you're an entrepreneur, it's so much more than that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. business planning and marketing planning yeah. and controlling your expenses and, mm-hmm. and what's the best tax strategy. Yeah. Um, and I would agree when you, you know, I think I have the same thing. I kind of jumped in and then was blown away with, with my success and how much I loved it. And I just kind of kept going and then you go, Oh, wait, like wait. <laughs> there's a better Yikes. way to do this. Yikes. Yeah. Right. It's very, very true. Very true. Yeah. Yep. And just when you Um, think, just when you think you have everything where it needs to be, you're like, oh, I didn't know that. Right. And you're like, okay, I got to research this now and fit this into a calendar so I can research this, this thing that somehow I wasn't doing or whatever the case is, you know? Well, and I have to say that's why I think having mentors, having coaches, having (laughs) Even just professionals that do that stuff better than you. Like, yeah. I yep. know that the accounting piece, I don't enjoy it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. So I'm going to outsource that to a professional. Yeah, I have to build in that expense, but but we don't we don't need to know how to do all of those things. There are yeah. other people we can yep. outsource. Yeah. And that must be a benefit too, though, to having Stephanie on your team it's kind of a two for one you know because stephanie doesn't do inspections nope and i don't do so she can really help you on that side that networking and and communicating and building um and you know that's how i connected with you guys and she's um so knowledgeable and um open and i mean that's kind of how and i mean you guys had reached out for quite a few years before I gave you guys a a try, you know, (laughs) that's part of it, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, you can't be looking at the fast. You have to be thinking about building relationships long-term. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, I think, difficult. Uh, um, I'm sure real estate agents have the same thing as like, you know, at first 
like I remember the first real estate office I ever walked into to cold call it. You know, again, I was chef and and law enforcement. I, I had no need to cold call anybody. And 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 there are only a very few percentage of people who actually enjoy cold calling. And the rest of us, it's awful. So I remember sitting in the parking lot, like sweating, stomach cramps, like, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe I got to go into this office and like talk to people and like ask for a sale. And, and so I, I, I was like, all right, just go home and do it tomorrow. And I was like, wait, wait, you, this is what you do now for work that you got to do it. So I went in and lo and behold, I did not come out with a sale, but I realized that's not what we're doing. We're building relationships for future. So that was kind of a tough part at first is you're, you're spending months and months building relationships, but not, you're not making any income because you haven't really, you know, done anything yet. You're just laying that groundwork for stuff in the future. And, uh, you know, I'm so thankful for relationships like, like we have where, you know, um, you know, humbly again, I like to say that I, I believe we're a preferred, you know, home inspector for you. I'm, I know you have more than one that you call and use because we're not always available, but, um, you know, uh, it's, it's an honor to, you know, be working with someone like you and building that relationship, you know, so. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. Uh, so what do you think has been the biz biggest business lesson you've learned so far? Um, I, I think, um, I mean, maybe hiring, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hiring is always, always a, a tough thing. Right. So, um, you know, once you get the initial, um, you know, paperwork done, um, that stuff comes easier and easier as you go along. But really the difficult part is finding that person, right? So we all, we always talk about the culture of our business. You know, it's not, we're not just a home inspection company where we're a particular culture and that bleeds into our home inspections. And I think that's why people like us because we, we um, bring this, this mentality, this culture of, of what we're even doing there in the first place, you know, and the relationships we have with buyers and sellers and buyer's agents and seller's agents and, you know, and all that stuff. Um, so when we're interviewing people, we're, we're looking for that, that culture person, right? Who, what's that, is that person going to be a good fit with us? And are we a good fit for them? I mean, that's an honest, you know, truth. It doesn't make, doesn't make any sense to hire someone that, you know, darn well is, is moving on to something else very soon. Cause you're going to spend, you know, time and money and getting this person up to speed and, and they're moving on. So, you know, one of our big questions in interviews is what do you want out of this? You know, what, what can we, what can win home inspection Dover provide to you? That's going to be a benefit to you. You know, is it a stable paycheck? Is it an amount of money? Is it, you know, some love of home inspecting and that's just what it is, you know, or, or are you like, well, I just lost my job and I really want this. So I need something in the in interim. Well, I mean, yes. that's, you know, you know, or I mean, I as totally, we expand, as we totally expand, agree that hiring is, <laughs> there must be a delay. <laughs> yeah, there is, there is, there's definitely a delay. So, <laughs> uh, um, I, I think that hiring is one of, it's just painful. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and frankly, you know, managing can is painful too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm, it is. I'm such an individual and I agree with you. There's a culture and there's, there's a presence, but you also want people to be themselves and, you know, yeah. as an entrepreneur, typically we're pretty driven. We don't need someone on top of us saying, did you do this? Did you do this? Did you hit this on time? Yeah. And when you hire someone, 
finding them in the first place. And then the other thing is that process is limited, right? Like you have, you have a resume you have a short amount of time that you're chatting with them you and then all of a sudden you hire them and you might find out oh this person isn't who they initially presented to be which is normal right that's typical um of course yeah but like then what like you said like so you know you 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 know we always say um hire slow fire fast you know take your time in hiring the right person and then if it's not working like let it go don't keep dragging it on the problem and i think this is where you were going as you expand is like you're in a position where you need the help and so there's some pressure to find to hire um have the bandwidth to hire before they need the person yeah yeah you know we so um, on that same point, you know, we actually work with a couple organizations that help us out. You had mentioned earlier about, you know, having someone there to provide guidance or mentorship. So, you know, us being a franchise, I think for us is a, is a benefit because we do have that larger entity organization that has staff that's doing some of the research and stuff for us. The other part is we actually work with a with a home inspecting training organization called Inspector Empire Builder is what it's called. And so that provides us with, with you know, live podcasts and training and, and one-to-one with, with hundreds of home inspectors across the country. Some of them who have, you know, multi-million dollar inspection companies that that are doing four, five, six, ten thousand inspections a year, you know, and are able to provide wow. some some oversight for that. So um, you know, that that's been that's been a huge um, benefit for us to be able to, you know, tap into a, a network like that. So, yeah. I totally agree. I mean, I joined the Tom Ferry organization in my first 12 months of being an agent. And I would say that there's a fair about of my success that I know comes from that organization to your point, being exposed to having one-on-one coaching, having live trainings and webinars with people that are doing millions and millions of dollars in volume and have teams. And, you know, when you spend time with people like that, it elevates your business. And it's not a matter of necessarily aspiring to build that same business or not, right? We all have our own goals, but it's just that level of professionalism, that level of experience, of of knowledge. It, It can't help but elevate you. Um, so I agree. I think that's such a huge, huge piece. So tell me a little bit about how you structure your day. So we talked about working in your business and on your business. Um, so tell me a little bit about what that looks like for you on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so on a daily basis, like, uh, we, we try to have, um, structured time slots for inspections and what that does for us as inspectors and, for agents is, is the, um, the, um, uh, I guess I'm trying to remember the word, like, um, the knowledge that, that the inspection is either going to be at nine or one thirty, Right. And it's, and it's like, um, you know, de- dependable. We just know those are our times. Right. So our inspectors know that, you know, they have a nine o'clock inspection or one thirty, And of course we'll work with people and, and flex stuff, you know, around that. Um, but, 
So, you know, waking up in the morning, getting all my equipment ready, jumping in the car, everywhere we drive is an hour. So we're doing three to four hours of driving every day. So, you know, drive to the first inspection by nine, um, meeting up with the agents and the clients going through the home inspection usually takes about two to three hours. And then typically driving an hour to the next inspection um, and setting that up at 1.30 and then again, meeting with the clients and stuff. And then um, there's a lot of one-off stuff with home inspecting, like setting up a radon test, which is a testing for a radioactive gas. Um, the test is a two-day or a 48-hour minimum test. So we have to drive to that property more than once. So it's either ahead of time or after the inspection, depending on when we set that radon up. Um, so, you know, after my inspection, you know, I still may be driving another hour and a half or two hours just to set up or pick up a radon. Um, so typically an, an, in an average day, I don't have a lot of time to actually work in the business. I'm sorry, on the business, um, not in it. So when I first started, um, you know, being a single person, uh, inspection company, uh, you know, the inspection company always wants to be able to have a weekend slot, right? Because people don't work. And that's a very popular, you know, time to get inspections done is on a Saturday or Sunday. Now, most home inspection companies don't work Sundays, but I always wanted to have a Saturday. So we have Monday through Friday and Saturday. And that was always me, you know, until I was able to get a couple um, inspectors on board and could balance that out a little bit. So even early on, I picked Wednesday as a day that I try not to do any inspections. So Wednesday for me and my wife is, is a day that we sit in the office and, and work, you know, on the business, you know, working on the accounting or having our, we, we do a, a weekly meeting. So we, we talk about budget, we talk about upcoming calendar and, and, you know, events that we're doing. We do a lot of community events and stuff. Um, you know, what's coming up and and what can we focus on from there? Going over applications, you know, of, of new employees coming on and stuff. So um, so that's really the way I I try to work my whole week is, you know, Monday, Tuesday, I'm out. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm out. And then Wednesdays, I, I try to stay in the office and, and do the office work. So, you know, I, I find at least yeah. until, you know, at least until we get a few more employees on board, where I could, I could maybe do one inspection Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and, but have the second half of the day to be able to come back to the office, get my report done. And then, you know, Monday would be accounting, Tuesday would be marketing, Wednesday would be something else. You know, I could really structure out the week like that to make sure I'm getting it done. But for now it's Wednesdays. So it's been working pretty good. Yeah. Well, speaking, speaking of that, what are the future plans for the business? Yeah. So, um, one thing that we really liked about about the home inspection industry when we were um, researching whether I was going to quit my job and 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 start this business was you know balancing out what could the future hold what's the scalability of this business so you know originally when when we were um, looking at something in in culinary I was looking at a catering business you know which is amazing but there's a cap right? You can only really cater so many things a week. And then it's hard to duplicate a catering effort. Um, so what we discovered here with home inspecting is, you know, it's really something that we can duplicate and duplicate and duplicate. So the future is wide open. I mean, it really could be, you know, a dozen inspectors working, <clears throat> me not working inspections so much and working on, on the business, um, and not in it. Um, and, and, you know, one thing that I'd like to focus on, especially in New Hampshire, because that's where we live, is, um, 
you know, empowering the home inspection industry as a whole. We kind of touch back on that where, you know, if we're together as inspectors, it's not necessarily competition. It's how can we um, empower the home inspection industry as a whole. And the reason, the main reason why I'd like to say that is because, of course, the last couple of years with the market <clears throat> being as it was where people had to waive inspections and stuff. I mean, a lot of home inspectors went out of business. And of course, that's just industry. That's just part of it. But, you know, um, you wouldn't think of most people wouldn't think of buying and selling a home without using a professional real estate agent for the obvious reasons. But somehow they the industry is totally OK with them waiving an inspection, which is, in my opinion, just about as integral a part of the process as anything else. You know, having that third party unbiased person put their eyes and technique and expertise onto this house so you know what you're buying for an average price of $490,000, right? So, I mean, um, so that's, that's, yeah. The and thing. I mean, I think it's fascinating. Um, <clears throat> Because it's it's not so much always about pricing, right? It's a it's about knowing what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I know, and I'm kind of going off. This isn't really business related. It's more industry specific. But um, since it's our industry, we can we can yes, go off a little. Of um, yeah. It's <laughs> your podcast. You can there do what you are. Yeah, yeah, true. It's my podcast. Um, there. There are certain expenses that are associated with home ownership, mm -hmm. period, end of story, right? Yep. Like you're going to have to do certain things. That's your responsibility. And when new homeowners, like first time home buyers, are thinking about the expense of owning versus renting, that they are always have a consideration of all of those things. So, and the other mm -hmm. thing is, no home is created equal. So it's not the same thing as a Honda Accord coming off yeah. the assembly line. And this one is exactly the same as this one. It's not like that. You could have the exact same house built by the exact same builder and the same exact floor plan and the same materials next to each other. And they're not the same because yeah. the land that they're on is unique and all of these things. So to me, it's it's not always about I'm going to do an inspection. I'm going to try and save all this money or get this much money taken yep. off or did that. It's about yep. planning your financial like, OK, yeah. I have this water heater. They typically go for eight years. It's yep. already eight years old. What do I have to be planning for that expense? Right. Yeah. Because you're going to have to buy a new water heater no matter what. It's just a matter yep. of where or when that happens. You know, you're yep. going to have to replace the roof at some point if you live in a yeah. house yep. for 30 years. So yep. whether it's in five years from now or 10 years from now, it's just having that knowledge so that you can properly, you know, figure that out. Yeah. And then yeah. for me, that real inspection negotiation happens on, health and safety issues. Okay. You sure. know, we, I just did one and the electrical panel is completely unsafe. They've been, that needs to be replaced, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's not a matter of mm. who should pay for it to be replaced, but the new yeah. owner needs to know that's not a safe that's thing for, safe. for yeah. me to be. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I'm trying to say, yep. so for sure. I, I am very disappointed 
or I don't know if disappointed, um, I don't know what the word is, but I do believe inspections are important. Um, and if there is a way for me to get an inspection for my client, even if we agree not to negotiate, even if we say, I'm just doing it for my own information, um, to get a professional in there, um, I think it's super valuable. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're right. Are you ready? And we, and we try to, you know, I don't know what home inspecting was 20 years ago. All I can base that on is uh, a seasoned agent telling me what a home inspector did 20 years ago. Right. And, and it was, you know, I, uh, from what I gather, inspectors were empowered to, to tell the, the client, the buyer, whether they should or shouldn't buy the house. Like, Hey, you shouldn't buy this. There's a lot of problems here. I mean, it's it's just not what home inspecting is these days. A home inspection these days is, in my opinion, of course, there is the, this is what's wrong with the house because that's what we're doing. But it's also right. that, like you were saying, that education about a house. This is where your water shut off is. This is where your fuel shut off is. This is the basics of how this piece of equipment works. And and you should have a professional service. At, let's say your heating system. Like, you know, most most of us are not professional plumbers or HVAC technicians. So you you just need to have someone come in once a year, once every other year and service this thing just like you do with your car. You wouldn't think about not having your car service. So, you know, there is a, a ongoing expense that we all understand with cars, you know, oil changes and brakes and all the little things that are going to that are going to go wrong. But I don't think people really think houses are really the same way. And And you said it, they are. There's an ongoing expense that people, you know, I would say it's a living, breathing thing and and it's going to change, good or bad. Well, and it's about securing your asset, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, we drive, you, you'll you see a house or, and oh my God, how did they let it get this way? And it's like, well, because they weren't doing the on ongoing maintenance. Yep. It didn't happen yep. overnight. It happened yep. from years of you know, not, not taking care of it. And whether that's from um, an ignorance of knowing that that is supposed to happen or a lack of um, financial resources or, you know, who knows, but my job is still to help those people uh, as best as I can make a profit on their asset, you know? So having someone like you who can come in and sometimes for pre-inspections and say, okay, guys, these are the concerns that we see, you know, can be very helpful. Um, are you ready for rapid fire? Sure. (laughs) Hey, of course. What is your favorite place to vacation? Um, I would say, um, Antigua was probably our favorite vacation. Awesome. What made you go there? Uh, it was our 10 year anniversary and it just was, it was, uh, you know, a, a Caribbean spot that we wanted to go to and, and we just had a, a blast. It was awesome. So. Oh my gosh, that sounds awesome. What is the one word you would use to describe yourself? Me? Um, interesting. How about passionate? Oh my God. I was literally just thinking in my head and I don't want you to think I wasn't listening to you. I totally 
I was, but I was thinking, oh, I've asked this question now, like so many times. And what, what is the word I would use to describe myself? I was thinking, and that's what I was thinking. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Um, I love it. I, I would agree. Um, what is the best piece of advice you ever received? Uh, see here. I, I mean, I, I, I can't think of something right off the top of my head, but I will definitely say something like, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. So, you know. Have you ever heard or, the inverse Or don't put that, that in your mouth. I think my mom said that once. She said... <laughs> like five so funny. all right how can people get in touch with you so um they can call um our office number 603-931-3131 they can go on to our facebook page which is uh dover.winnie.com uh, i'm sorry that's our that's our web page um win home inspection on on facebook win home inspection on instagram um, and then always they can ask their amazing realtor because typically Aww. they know how to get a hold of us too. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I am so grateful for you. I'm glad to have you in my corner and also very glad for you to share this information with my viewers and Excellent. I will be seeing you soon. Thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it. And we will see you at the next inspection. See you then.